Mr. Smith Talks Triathlon, episode 19. All you need to know for the Rotorua half. Mr. Smith Talks Triathlon. Practical triathlon advice for everyday athletes, including those ready to suffer in the sulphur. Oh, that is Rotorua's tagline, isn't it? It's the suffer. I'm not sure whether you can smell it when you're competing, but uh, I, I had to come up with something. They uh, they, they really play on that tag, and it is um, measurably, just based on times, the toughest half Ironman in New Zealand. And uh, But yeah, they really play that up, but it's actually it's a beautiful place to go. Yeah. Well, it's it's well, tough, but it's good. You've been there, you've done it, you'll tell us all about it, and yeah. there'll be some marvellous tips to help uh, help get people through the day. But uh, before we do that, as we always do, uh, what's been happening in the team? Obviously, Taupo 70.3 last weekend. Yeah, great weekend. They had good weather up there, some fantastic results for the team. Um, really stoked for Claire taking first in her age group. Fantastic. And both Claire and Briar picking up slots to the 70.3 world champs in Nice. Yeah, I think they'll both be asking Santa for uh, travel vouchers, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although the idea of going to Nice and doing a race, I don't know, I'll be in holiday mode, I think. It's going to be tough, guys. It's going to be tough. Yeah, three-week holiday. And just arrive a day before the event and then spend uh, the balance just enjoying it. Yeah. No, superb. And, and you know, it's a reasonable crowd out there? Yeah. Yep, so we had a good squad there. Um, yeah, decent overall numbers. Um, so, yeah, the, the, but as always, there's always a mixed bag of results. Yep. And so, yeah, that, that not everyone necessarily has the, the day they want. And it's it's a tough thing to deal with sometimes because you go there. It's a, a half Ironman is a decent sized goal and race. Yeah, for some and for people, some people, this this was it. Yeah, that's right. You yeah. Know, now it's turn it off and uh, enjoy Christmas. So yeah. if it doesn't go quite right, what, what what do you do? How how do you how do you think that one through so that it uh, doesn't weigh too heavy? Well, I think the important thing is not to overthink it. That I've been through debriefs debriefs with people from various races. And there can be a magnitude of reasons, and often, or sometimes, you just can't even say exactly why. Mm. That it, when you go through the process, you can sometimes put a finger on a pacing or nutrition issue or um, an injury that might have happened in the lead-up, whatever it is. But sometimes, you just have an off day, and as frustrating as that is, sometimes you just got to write it off, say, okay, shit happened, and uh, on to the next one. Yeah, I think anything that, any athletic endeavour that is, let's say, five hours, well, a little bit under five hours for some people, but five, six, seven yeah. hours, the, the human body is a pretty complex beast. And with all, you know, with the best will in the world and nothing new on race day and all those things we talked about, sometimes it just doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. And you do, you know, what, are, what does uh, Steve Hansen do? You know, flush the dunny and move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And it, I know it's certainly easier said than done, but it's that that's what you've got to do. Yeah, and easier for people who've got maybe another event that's not too far in the, yeah. in the future. Um, it's a bit like the people who didn't get the swim yes. at, at, uh, at Iron Māori. You know, that may have been their event, and they'd got up you know, three times a week at silly o'clock to go swimming, Yeah, and yeah, it didn't happen. To swim. So, yeah, um, I think, as you say, try not to overthink it, leave it behind, and, uh, yeah, yep. look forward to Christmas. That's it, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, so sorry, you, you either do something about it. Iron Māori is a good example because a few people from there said, okay, I'm going to go do another event. 
yeah. great, fantastic. You got you got the positive to, to go on for. Yeah, and people who are going on to another event, yeah. um, there's different ways of recovering. We've got a few people who did Iron Māori and then did Taupo, yeah. which is uh, fantastic. Um, yeah. You know, just a leisurely half Iron Man <laughs> most weekends. Just something you can pop out anytime you feel like now. Yeah, now people feel different after events. Some yeah. feel that like rearing to go, some are just shattered. Big time. Um, at our Tuesday squad run tonight, at the time of recording, um, we had people who had just come back from Taupo on the weekend had really good races, and, and they were good to go. Yeah. Normally, I really encourage people not to do any hard running, kind of that soon afterwards. Um, but yeah, look, everyone is different. Some people are knackered because you've got um, perhaps a bit of disrupted sleep around the event. You're wired from sugar and caffeine on the day. Uh, you've got a bit of travel in there. You've got the emotions and the hormones and everything that go with it. Mm. And that really wipes some people out for days afterwards. Yeah. So you just got to recognise that it could go either way or somewhere in between and just go with the flow and, uh, yeah, go with what your body is telling you. Yeah, and I think it, a bit like last week, instead of talking about the last um, podcast, which was about uh, preparing and all you need to know for uh, the mm. 70.3, um, a little bit more on, on recovering after an event. Yeah, so we, we did kind of touch on it, but I thought a few more specifics would be really useful. Yeah. And... Um, the, the biggies that we always keep coming back to at any stage of training is nutrition and sleep. Yeah. So when you are trying to recover from an event like that, the body has taken a hammer in. So it needs sleep to recover and do its repair process. And it needs really good food. So smash the veggies, get lots of protein in. Of course, everyone's going to have a treat. You, you, you earned it, but don't go nuts on the chocolate bickies uh, every day from for, for the rest of the week. Fair it's, point. If, if you want the... The, the better you help yourself to recover, the sooner you will recover. And, you know, we're at a time of year where there's not really too many treats lying around. <laughs> oh, whoops. Yeah. And, of of and, the liquid variety yeah, as well. well yeah. And, and from an activity perspective, keep, keep moving? Yeah, so again, I know people who, at the end of an event like that, they just really value being able to switch off for a week mm. and and just not even thinking about anything, putting chucking stuff in the garage and that's it. For most people, I actually recommend you keep moving because the body kind of seizes up, tightens up after that. So some very gentle movement to get you going again, I think is really important. Yeah. And, and that could be massage, stretching, rolling, um, as, as simple as walking or just riding your bike to work. Yeah. And then slowly working your way back in. But, but keeping moving in general is really good. So that's the body. What mm. about what about the brain? You know, that, as you alluded to, lots of different thoughts going through after an event. Yeah. And, and so, again, a lot of people come back either um, amped about how they went or maybe a, a bit annoyed, pissed off with yep. it. And so there's there could be things running around in the head. But again, particularly if you're going on to another event, you really have to have the mental downtime as well. Yep. So you have to be ready to put that aside, go and hang with the family, do some socialising, just be a normal person, put triathlon right onto the back burner and... Yeah, keep yourself moving, but pretty much ignoring the sport for a, for a period of time. Yeah. Remove the Training Peaks app from your phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it doesn't keep reminding you what uh, you possibly could be doing. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and so that you are. I keep coming back to the idea of fresh and itching to go again because yeah. you have to be in that state when you're going to build up, take things further. Yeah, and we talked about um, way back, way back. We're at episode nineteen, but way back at the beginning, yeah. around um, you know some of the successful, the things, the keys for a successful season. Yep. Um, and, and those 
that, you know, pretty, you look pretty back much at those. Pretty much those things that we covered there in terms of recovery are exactly the same that apply to your whole season. Yeah, it's about the consistency of doing those things well. So, yeah, it, it, it applies at all levels. Be it this after a workout, after a big event, um, throughout the season. Yeah, those fundamentals of uh, nutrition, sleep, your training, your recovery, just all there always. Yep, superb. So uh, we're a few days out from uh, you know the next event. Yeah, so, so the Rotorua half. Um, I've never been. You have. I have. So let's sort of run through the you know the running order a bit like we have the last couple of events. And uh, you know, what's it like as a place to go and to do an event? It's pretty cool. It's it's very very relaxed. It's um, the the guy who runs it, Shane Hooks. He was originally running an event in in Taupo years ago. Moved to Rotorua. Won't go into the politics of that. <laughs> yeah. uh, but but he's always been very low key. It's responsibility for yourself. There's um, there's a bit of marshalling out there. There's limited aid stations. It's you come here, you're having a tough tough event. You look after yourself. You have a good time. Um, and I think he even sits on the beach on his uh, camping chair, kind of looks around and goes, "All right, you ready to start? Off you go." <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty much that casual. Nice. But but so many people love it for that. Yep. So from a um, I don't know a process perspective, you know registration and racking is that a is that a Friday thing? So yeah, a bit different here. That registration they do at a hotel in town. The event site is at the Blue Lake out of town, and you don't rack your bikes until until uh, Saturday or race day morning. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh, yeah, again, pretty relaxed. Uh, you front up on the morning. You stick your bike wherever you want, first in, first served. If you're a bit slow, your bike will be lying down on the grass. And that's your, that's your transition area, and and that's how it is. Yeah. yeah. Um. And well, you've just alluded. You know, race morning. Uh, obviously, again, pretty pretty casual, pretty relaxed. As yeah. you say, no stickers. Just yeah. Just put it where you can. Yep. That's and, it. And uh, and go from there. One of the really cool things that they do here is they recognise it's a tough course, and they've got a lot of people who are either in older age brackets haven't done it a lot of times before or just come for the relaxed nature of the event they're not going to be the speed bunnies yep. so they actually do two different start times and they say either if you think you're going to be six hours or longer or you just want to start early so you're, you're more a part of the race you, you start early you, that's the first wave everyone else, you go at this time Wow. and uh, yeah, it's pretty cool and, and this is what they do is they keep going back every year, finding out how it went for people keep tweaking it and we'll basically do what people ask them to fantastic yeah yeah it's great so you mentioned the blue lake sounds yes. i've seen pictures just idyllic Stunning. for a swim not nice sheltered lake it's certainly one of the warmer lakes at this time of year will um, be a wetsuit swim though definitely yeah, yeah. it's yeah. definitely a wetsuit swim it's a clear lake quite shallow um, through a lot of where you're swimming and there it's a water ski lake so there's actually a lot of um weed in the water uh, below the surface so if you haven't been there before, then just expect to be seeing things like that. Um, some people find that a bit freaky. So again, mm-hmm. getting into the lake and just getting in, relaxing your breathing, having a look around, getting a feel for it, then uh, then that's really useful to do. Yep. And from a start perspective, you've obviously mentioned that the waves, depending on yeah how, how fast you think you're going to be or how much you want to enjoy the day. Is it is it waved starts? Within those groups, no, or just, then it's just those two, those two mass starts, right? Volume of people, uh, give or take. Yeah, so so they actually they run the half, 
they also run a quarter being half of a half yep and uh, you can do separate um, bike run probably swim as well gotcha yeah so the um, the half they split into two waves and uh, actually can't remember sorry I don't know when the quarter starts whether it's part of that or not no no that's good and from a swim perspective is it one big lap so it's two laps two laps you start on the beach yep and it's quite shallow to start with in the lake so having um, a a bit of running skill some duck dives Mm -hmm. all really useful things to have yeah like any swim early morning you're going to be going into the sun in one direction so having tinted goggles or uh, yeah that that's a really handy thing to have yeah um, and at, at least getting in the water and figuring out where you're going in relation to the sun to start with okay good stuff so you're out another yep. fantastic swim as always and heading for the bike yep so in the rack or lying on the grass <laughs> and without the use of a number you just remember where it is yep that's right <laughs> And you're off. What bike course? So the bike course, you hop straight on the bike and you're going straight up a hill. Sounds perfect. So there are a very small percentage of people who are skilled enough to have their shoes already clipped onto the bike, start riding and then get their feet in while they're going up a hill. 99% of people will put their bike shoes on and transition here, get the bike out there and hop on so you're safe and it is to start quite, with. It is literally almost straight up yeah. hill. We're it, not, it, yeah. it, it, it's a shallow gradient just for the first 100 metres or so and then it kind of picks up a bit from there but but yeah it's not you can't just on your bike and the, the bike's rolling along but on its own you've got to be pedalling from the moment you get on okay and so from you, there you go up a hill down a hill the other side and then you head out um, there, there's basically two hills there's that hill at either end next to the lake and there's another big munter of a hill in the middle near Hell's Gate okay so on the way on the way out on the course, you kind of got a... It's not steep, just got a bit of a hill to climb up there, but on the way back, you're, you're starting from lower down. It's a much bigger hill from both sides on the way back. Right, okay. Sorry, sorry. Both hills on the way back, cl- there's a lot more climbing on the way back than here. And on it's the just way one lap out and back? Yeah, that's right. And yeah. it's beautiful. So remember to take the time to look around because you go past about three different lakes at different yeah. times. Beautiful... Uh, bits of bush that you go through it's it's just magic yeah superb yeah um and aid stations you mentioned before not not loads but <laughs> so, so, are there some so there is one aid station roughly probably about the 30k mark where they're handing you bottles of water and it's pump type bottles they're not the sports drink bottles gotcha so in a lot of people's case those will rattle around in the cage pop out so figure out what you're going to do about that. Okay, and that's an aid station you can use on the way back as well? Yes, I'm pretty sure it is. Okay, yeah. so again, pretty sure is probably not sure enough if you're doing the event. <laughs> that's right. So read the manual or look at the ask on the day or the day before. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's. I've been in an event where details about aid stations was uh, was scant and it became a very long day yeah. um, when we were told you had to carry all your own nutrition Yep. And I didn't have enough. So uh, and, yeah. and Rotorua has got a tradition of getting hot during the yep. day. Um, it's I looking, did have a look at the forecast. And, and it looks it looks pretty decent. Um, maybe a little bit of rain in the afternoon. So, but you'll all be done by then. Um, but <laughs> getting up to, into the early twenties, right, um, in the afternoon. But you can imagine late morning. It's already going to start being quite quite warm. Next to no wind as well. Which yeah, will be, which will be great. So a bit of humidity probably coming off the bush and things yep. like that. Yeah. So I presume you absolutely fly into transition down the hill. Sorry, just just on the way back on the bike. So yeah, just do remember, um, you, you've basically got two big climbs on the way back. 
Um, they're both steep. They're both big. Yeah. Um, there's there, there's really no way you can smash yourself up those. They're just too too tough for that. Yeah. So take your time. Just get up those hills. Be consistent the rest of the way around. Yeah. And then downhill into transition. Yep, that's right. Uh, and the run, I hear, it's just beautiful. It is stunning. So most of it is off-road. There's only a very small bit on the road. And you do um, around the Blue Lake itself, and then you also take a detour out uh, to the Green Lake. So most of that is w- um, either well-prepared trails or four-wheel drive track. Right. So there's a bit of a mix in there, but it's, it's just about all off-road. But a little bit of concentration needed, just for, yeah. for something that's a little bit off. The, the, there are rocky, rockier bits in place. Yep. Places. Uh, you also have um, one big hill on that run, and again, ninety nine percent of people are walking this hill. Mm-hmm. There might be the two fastest people in the whole event are going to run it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just recognise that on your way back, um, it's about the sixteen k mark. You got this big hill to walk up. So you uh, just yeah. walk it, you get up it, there's an aid station at the top, you're all good. Might might not be a negative split for this half marathon. No. no. <laughs> so look, it, it, you're, you're right, it's a slow course. Um, yeah. The bike is hilly, and the run is both hilly and off-road. So yeah, yeah. you don't go to this event for times. Yeah, this is not a PB course. This yeah. is, uh, I've done it, and wow, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. suffered appropriately and I loved it. Yeah. And aid stations on the, the run? Yeah, so this is worth looking at the, the course map for because there's actually, at one point, there is a big gap between the aid stations of about 5k. Okay. Because of that, some people will carry um, a bottle, yep. um, a hydration bladder maybe. I think in most cases, most people are going to get through without it. Yeah. Uh, but recognising, yeah, but you have to know there is going to be that that gap there. Yeah. and make the most of the aid stations either side of it. Yeah, understand. Uh, the, the aid stations are pretty basic. They've got a um, an electrolyte drink, Coke, water, and I think that's about it. Yeah, okay. Uh, so you blast your way through that, taken in the scenery yep. without feeling any pain, even going up that hill, uh, and you finish, and yeah. Yeah, so then back, uh, you, you finish just around the edge of the Blue Lake into the finish line, and uh, you cross the line, you get your medal, which is a beer opener. Yeah. And then you go and collect your beer. It sounds perfect. It is a yep, a great way to finish. Just going back to the sort of logistics of the day, mm. I'm assuming does everybody, almost everybody, will need to drive to the venue yes. from their accommodation. Yeah, so there is the the Blue Lake Top Ten Holiday Park, which yep. gets pretty much booked out. There's um, other houses, kind of a few minutes down the road on the lakes, but so yeah, if you're driving from Rotorua. Yeah, you are driving in there. Yeah, so and don't make sure you've got everything you need. Yes, because it's not going to be that easy to nip back. <laughs> totally, and including food for afterwards. There is one little uh, food truck cafe, um, but apart from that, there's there's nothing around. So if you're planning like, to stick around for a while, bring some food with you. It's not a cafe or a bar you can just stroll to and no. have a late breakfast. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the weather forecast we mentioned that uh, looks pretty decent. Yeah. I know it's only Tuesday, but uh, let's hope it stays that way. Yeah. Um, have you got a bit of a crew? How many Smithies are yes. representing? So, oh, I haven't actually done the official count. I think it's 14, 15. So. You've always got that disclaimer on, uh, you know, in those social media platforms. If I've missed anyone, I apologise. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, they feel really bad because they think you're not thinking about them, Gerard. Absolutely, and I feel bad because of that. <laughs> no, no, well, I'm sure there'll be a post uh, nearer the time wishing everybody the... The best. In, indeed. But uh, yeah, so a, a good crew going there. Most people know each other. 
So a chance to meet up, have a good bit of banter, and uh, have a fantastic time there. It's the course that'll challenge you. It's a course to enjoy the beauty of, so make sure you do all of that. And is the uh, the Bilber Express taking part? Indeed, yes. Yes. Okay, so we'll hear stories of how he actually did run all the way up that hill <laughs> yes. on the way back. Yep, indeed. We're Without a doubt. We hope so. The, the thought of not smashing yourself and Phil in the same breath, mm, <laughs> we'll see. Um, so, fantastic. Uh, good luck to everybody who's doing that. A, a quick summary, Gerard, of, of uh, some of the earlier stuff, particularly about the recovery, because that will be relevant to those who are doing um, Rotorua this weekend. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, look, just after the event, again, if you're going on to Ironman, I know that uh, everyone else is kind of into their training now and starting to build up for that. But if you've done Rotorua, you go on to Ironman, take your recovery. Yeah. Okay. Really recover well from this, so you are itching to go, and you've got the gas, you've got the the enthusiasm for the bigger training to come. Yeah, and a little bit of that will be uh, enjoying Christmas. Yeah. You know, not necessarily the overindulging in you know food and drink, but taking a bit of time off, some downtime where you don't have to think about work, you don't have to think about training. Yes. And indeed. just think about family, and a little bit selfishly, if you want to think about yourself, um, just use that as a an excuse to recharge the batteries so yeah. you know in the new year um, particularly those who are who are doing Iron, Maldi, uh, Iron Man you know you've got two months really yeah. um, and there'll be those doing Tauranga as well um, best you stay away from everything over the Christmas <laughs> break sorry about that <laughs> yeah look it is what you make it yeah. That's, it, it, everyone we've talked about it before everyone has different goals different things they want to get out of the event so yeah, you you do it your way. Yeah, and the odd pie in a pint is probably not going to make any difference come race day. No. Unless you have it for breakfast on race day. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, Gerard. All Good right. to see you as always. Thank you for being here, Doug. Pleasure. <laughs>